happy Motivational Monday, everyone. Thank you for listening to our next episode. This guest is someone that I've been really, really excited to have on. He was one of the first people I thought of when we kind of came up with this concept. Um, Today we have with us Jeff Blue. He's the master instructor at Switch Playground here in New York City. He's one of my favorite instructors in New York City, and he is a full-time vibe checker extraordinaire. Right. Hi, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Me. I'm doing well. I'm okay. Doing well. Yeah. well, let's get like a little bit of background for you just so people can get to know you and like what you're all about, where you come from. Okay. So um, I grew up in Brooklyn. I was born and raised in the city. Uh, Brooklyn was like a, it's funny to be here now still uh, because everybody in New York is not from New York. Um, it's like a rare thing. People see me and they're like, you're from New York City. You must be crazy. Like, why are you still here? But uh, the city just, I feel like the city just gets me. And uh, for me, it's a chance to learn every day. Um, and uh, yeah, just a good time. Um, and, always something uh, new. Always something new. Always something challenging. You get uh, unique experiences and things like that. Um, and yeah, so I grew up in Brooklyn. I went to middle school. I went all through school here. And then high school, I went to boarding school for oh. two years. Junior and senior year, I went to an all-boys military school. That sounds rough. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was funny because like my friends were like, you weren't even bad. You weren't even. But like for me, it was my mom was like, you have to experience other things. Also, I wanted to be a collegiate athlete and things of that nature. So okay. for me, uh, the athletic aspect. And then also just learning of uh, the discipline and things like that. That's kind of helped me and does. molded me. Uh, to be the person I am today. Like, I wake up early in the morning still. I, like, make my bed every day. Okay. Like, it's like those things kind of instilled a lot of uh, of uh, rituals and, 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 and good um, habits for me. So you're um, thankful that you had those ver- experiences? Very thankful. At first, I hated it. I'm sure. You take a kid from New York City and put them all the way in Virginia with no oh cell phone, God. no service. Like, we had to email everybody, like... No, so, no social media. Oh like, my god! Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but it helped me lock in and kind of really establish a hustle. For me, it was like, okay, well, I want to accomplish these things, so I have to stop and kind of just push myself because there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And so now, in a world where you can be distracted by so many things, I find myself sometimes like, okay, cool, stop what you're doing, sit back, analyze the situation, go do X, Y, and Z, and then. You, you'll have time to still do other things. So, okay. Um, and then I went to college. I went to Old Dominion University. I Where's went there that? for, it's in Virginia. Okay. It's in North Virginia. So you tend to like Virginia, I guess. No, so, okay, so background <laughs> story. I guess I, I skipped that part. Um, so my dad lives in Virginia. Well, he lived okay. in Virginia. So I would spend summers and holidays with him. He lives in the Hampton Roads area. So, oh, um, that's not a bad place to live. No, it's super dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, it's like a military city, like is um the navy is it the navy? I believe it's the navy. In like Virginia, yes, a lot, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of naval bases out there. So um, so yeah, so also which happened in my junior year, my dad got incarcerated. Okay. So going backwards, my dad got remarried and had my little brother, and my okay. little brother means the world to me. Um, oh. he comes through the playground he, sometimes. Yeah, he came yeah. to switch. Yeah, he um, so he. My story's all over the place right now. For sure. It's okay. Life um, is all over yeah, the place. Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so my brother growing up was very much like everything he did, he kind of modeled it after me. Like, And so for me now, looking back, it's like I blazed a trail for him and I've made mistakes and hopefully like... Everyone does. Right. And so for me, I was like, I since because you followed your... You, I see that you're modeling your life after me, 
I want to make sure that I can give you opportunity to know where I went wrong and where you shouldn't. How, how old is he? So like we're six difference. years apart. Six years. Oh, that's and, a uh, big gap. Right. And so when I was in high school, like, I was, well, when I was in yeah, high school, I, I wore number 15. Then when he started playing, like, Pop Warner, oh. my dad sent me his first game picture. And guess what number he is? 15. 15. Then in high school, I wore eight. And then when he got to high school, he wore seven. So it's like, this was like random things. Like, he played the same positions as me and things of that nature. That's really Fast sweet. Fast forward, he go, he ends up going to Old Dominion to play football, and okay. uh, and he just graduated two a month ago. He graduated oh, uh, in three years. Yeah, so, that's cool. Which for me is like okay, well, I didn't get a chance to finish. Um, I just a lot of things happened with money and scholarships and things of that nature, so I didn't finish. Which I'm not beat Best up about. or anything about, but um. But when but, that happened, that had to have been a little bit challenging for, for you sure. to figure out. Um, that that I, that time of my life was one that kind of sh- was very challenging. Um, I had to really find out who I was as a person and figure out what I wanted to do. I basically was like, like when I think about it now, I was basically homeless at a point. Like I I had family I could go and call, but I was so stubborn for sure. and I didn't want to call anybody. I was also a little I was embarrassed. And so I was kind of like jumping from my friends' like dorm rooms and like apartments and things of that nature. Like I had a job, but I was like spending money on dumb stuff, dumb stuff, mm-hmm. and like trying to still live this cool life. And you know, because I was in school and people knew me, like the guy from New York and everything like that. So I was like, "What am I doing?" I had to sit back and realize, like, I'm, I look ridiculous, you know. So I came back home and finally uh, figured it out. Well, not really figured it out. I still went through rough times. I was like a janitor at one point. I worked at Old Navy. I would wake up in the morning. Oh my god! Worked at Old Navy. I would I would wake up in the morning, clean the studio. I mean the studio, clean the store. Okay. Like sweep the store, clean the bathrooms, Reorganize everything. everything. Like I was the maintenance person. Like and then wow. once the store opened, I would go. I would change, and I would be like on the floor, like helping as like a sales associate as well. Oh my god! And then I would do over. Like I would be at work like, at Old Navy basically all day every day because I was like, I. Came from nothing, and I refused to go back. Like I refused to I go back know to that yeah, to, to like to feeling like I had nothing, to feeling homeless, to feeling. And at that time, I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't finish getting my degree, and I felt like, oh, my life is gonna end. Nothing's gonna happen for me because I don't have a degree or whatever. And so I did that for a little bit, and then uh, then I started doing random jobs, and um, I started working with children. And for okay. me, that is like where I kind of like hang my hat. I feel like I'm I was put on this earth to help people, but definitely children. So we we live in a crazy world where like athletes make millions of dollars to run up and down the field or dribble a basketball or like swing a bat. Mm-hmm. When these teachers are the ones that are like sitting down with our future each and every day and, and nobody them. cares. Yeah. And like you're paying teachers $60,000. Like mm-hmm. but there's like some baseball player just made three hundred million in like, like one game. Yeah, I'm like that's ridiculous. When you have these people are are they spend more times with their kid with with our children. Like I mean I don't have any kids right now, but like with our children every day, more than anybody else, and they're getting no profit from it. And for me, it's like it's not necessarily all about the money because you do it because you love it. For sure. But I also like I feel like there's a way of like giving back and making sure that. But for me, it's important to give back and make sure that I help uh, these kids see that there's other means of navigating life and figuring out what that looks like. Um, 
especially kids in, in, in my demographic, mm-hmm. there aren't really black positive male figures, you know? So no. a lot of times in there, it's like, oh, just my mom, just my grandma, just my aunt, just... Very it's strong like, well, where, female. Well, where... Like, for me, I mean, for me, it was like, don't get me wrong, my dad is still to this day one of my best friends. But all I saw was my mom every day working hard, two, three jobs. My grandma waking up, making us food, helping my mom. And I... I can understand. When I was younger, I wasn't the best kid in the world. So I could only imagine how stressful that was on my mom and mm-hmm. my grandma. So if, if they listen to this, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I've been going through that as I've gotten older. I, I nanny kids. And so some, she's getting older and she's right. getting hormonal. And I call my mom at least a couple times a week and I just apologize. Yeah. I'm like, I am going through what I put you through at like a very minuscule level because I only see this right. kid for a couple hours a week. And I'm like, I am surprised you still love me. Right. And I appreciate you. <laughs> right. So no, I definitely get that mindset yeah, for it's, sure. It's 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 kind of crazy to think about because like we all were kids once, you know. Mm-hmm. So you so you understand that's and that's what like when I when I was working with kids, I would tell them like I've been your age before. You've never been my age. So <laughs> there's no way that like I can relate to you, and now I can bring myself to make myself human, where like we're relatable, we can talk, and so. I see, like, I'm like, I hope you know that I know that you're about to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, I'm not. And then you do it. And then you do it, And then it's like, so I understand. But, like, for me, that was very important for me. I I worked at a community center in Harlem. It's called Dunleavy Millbank, um, Children's Aid Society. And that place kind of really is where my life started to change. Okay. Um, Just being there around the kids and just seeing how kids were reacting to me and knowing that I was having a positive impact on them meant the world to me and I was waking up every day so happy to be like oh, I get to go be with these kids again okay. and I know that you know like there were times I would walk down the street and like these kids would be with their parents or like somebody that they knew and they would come running like run away from whoever they were with and people would be like who is this who are you running to <laughs> especially when they're not with their parents because I would know their parents but, like if they're running like like if they're an aunt or uncle mm-hmm. or a cousin they're running coach Jeff coach Jeff and I'm like Oh hi! Like I'm sorry. Like I'm I work at Millbank. They're like, oh okay, I get it. I understand. Oh. And so, you were like, doing what with these kids? So I was a sports and recreation coordinator. Okay. So I so at first I started as a counselor. I just was a regular like day summer day camp day counselor. Snacks. Like, yeah, right. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and then I grew in um with the community center, and they kind of just um pushed me forward as far as like different positions or whatever. And uh, I started doing basically what I do now, like the fitness and and stuff. I was doing that with the kids, so like I have tons of games that like I play with kids and oh. stuff like that. So like that's something I want to definitely do moving forward. Um, but yeah, so I did that, and then I worked as a TA. Okay. So I was working as a TA and also at the community center because the community center is only an after school program and then right. a summer camp, so that I had to do something during the day. Um, so I was working as a TA. Um, I did that for two years. I worked with kindergarten and first grade. Aww. Um, and those kids kind of also kind of helped me help me a lot because it, it gave me a chance to really see like how the younger younger generation kind of are like they see and hear and understand and and they need to be nurtured and the power of just having somebody there means the world to them yeah. I would I would take a day off and like the teacher with the t- head teacher would text me like the kids think that you're not coming back Oh. Like, are you like? Is it like just? Are you? You're gonna be back. You're I'm gonna like, be yeah, back yeah, tomorrow. I'll be there, right? Don't worry. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> like, don't worry. And she's like, the kids are asking, like, where's like, where's where's Mr. Jeff? Like, is he coming back? Oh. And I'm like, oh no, don't worry. I'll like, I'll be there. You know. And 
it's, it's hard because the day that I the day that I got the switch job, mm-hmm. I had to obviously leave, leave there. Um, so it was kind of like it was a little bit dis. It, it hurt down to like it hurt me a lot. But uh, do you still go yeah. back in and? Um, stop I go in? I go time to time when I have the chance. Um, it's a school in Brooklyn. It's called Achievement First Endeavor Elementary. Okay. Um, and those kids were were uh, the kids, the staff. They were all very very positive and very very helpful so i i truly appreciated that um that's cool but yeah so fitness has made its way through kind of every aspect of what you've gone through both like high and low so you Mm -hmm. started uh, military school you wanted to be a collegiate athlete Mm -hmm. what did you play when you were in college Uh, i played football okay football yeah i'm sorry i should have said that you're fine Um, so when i was in high school i played so growing up baseball was my first sport Oh. Um, loved baseball. Baseball okay. was my first sport. And then uh, and then I wasn't really that serious about it. And I ran into <laughs> like the kids who were legit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, maybe this is not for me. That's when um, I gave up basketball. Everyone else grew <laughs> and I didn't. And right. I was like, oh, I can either be really scrappy or I can find a new sport. And right. that's when I found soccer. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely know that. You had to kind of pick something. Yeah, you have to pick something. Um, and then basketball, obviously growing up in New York City, is a basketball hoop everywhere. Yeah. So I played basketball almost my whole life. And then uh, my mom put me in Pop Warner when I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade, maybe? Fifth grade? Sixth grade? Yeah. Somewhere um, around there. And so it, that was such a, a, a eye-opening thing because like, you kind of learn. Football, is, sports in general, you kind of learn to hold everybody accountable. And also you understand that like, no matter what, where you come from, what you look like, what your home life is like, whatever, you have to come together to make, to create a team, a team, you know? And so that aspect of it makes it so amazing that it kind of made me understand like life because like, I used to think like, oh, I'm the only one that's dealing with these things. No. No. So is the person right next to you. And the fact that we have to, for this hour of practice, this hour of the game, or whatever hours it is, or when we're traveling or whatever, we come together and we're not worried about the stress that we have at home or situations or anything like that. It's just all just happening natural. Um, that idea is always cool, but yeah. And community. Yeah, the community aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, so I played basketball, football. Uh, I played tennis. And um, <laughs> I played tennis. They... Funny story, I, they made us, we all had like, so in high school, or well, in elementary school, we all had prerequisites. So okay. every couple months it was like, okay, we'll do soccer for a couple months. Yeah, we'll do... you try all the different sports so right. that kids have options. So we had tennis and I just happened to be good. Like I just naturally like <laughs> happened hit to be good. Ball. But we had a kid on our team that was amazing. Like had his racket with him every day. Like, oh. and he was like legit. And so uh, we got to... Uh, the state like tournament or whatever it is mm-hmm. i ended up playing him in the championship but I, I also like knew like i'm i'm like a weirdo when it comes to sports like when <laughs> when i when i start to like watch certain sports and things like that i, I become very like technical oh i can't watch tv shows or movies because i'm an actress and so i'm looking at what's their motivation right what they were not they're thinking about their next line this mm-hmm. is bad this moment's incredible how do i study it and so that's why i have to watch reality tv because it's a hot mess and <laughs> right. there's nothing there's happening no, yeah, there right. so yeah, yeah i get that so like so i knew like okay i knew that these are his weaknesses and so this is what i have to do to mm-hmm. win and so i ended up beating him you tore this kid apart in tennis yeah, but I mean, but he was amazing though. Don't get me wrong, he was amazing. Like the game was like super close, but I also knew that like 
he's he thrived on like attacking the net mm-hmm. and so, so he couldn't get deep so i just was like all right cool like i'm just gonna change the game i'm just gonna That's play cool. play to my strengths and so i ended up winning and then I, it's weird because i'm like i won a state title in tennis but like I was like, I don't play tennis. Yeah, I'm like, I don't play. So when they were like, oh, like you, we have to go to the next, whatever it was. I just was like, can we send him? Like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm, I'm oh cool. My God. I don't want to do it. Um, but yeah, that was uh middle school, and then um, well, elementary school, middle school. I got, I kind of quit baseball for a little bit. Got back into baseball because we started. They started a baseball team when I was in middle school, which was super fun because they gave me a chance to really kind of get back into the game of baseball which obviously for me was my first love Mm -hmm. um and then high school uh football and basketball it's funny because when i was in high school i was like i'm not gonna play basketball i'm just gonna go to tryout and like and my roommate at the time was another kid from new york super talented boarding school boarding school yeah Mm -hmm. um super talented like lived and breathed basketball like would be like we'd be in the room at night he'd be like on the bunk bed like shooting the shooting the ball like Lance, he laying down. I'm like, yo, he's going to make the team. Like, I know it. But I'm, I'm just going to go to the trial and see what happens. Yeah. And, like, even he was like, bro, you might as well just not go. Like, just. Oh, my like, God. You don't really want to play basketball. I'm like, I mean, I, I play basketball. But, like, I know that, like, for me, a lot of stuff is just using my pure athleticism and just playing the game and having fun and enjoying it. So, he, uh, lo and behold, I went to trials and made the team. And he did it. <gasps> and so, we kind of, like, it kind of oh, put no. us in, like, a weird spot because he just was like. He didn't want to put me down. Yeah. But he also was like, how did you make the team? And I didn't. Yeah. But the team that we had my junior year was amazing. Like, we had a we had three seven-footers. Mine just is a high school team. Yeah. We had three We had three seven-footers. We had, I don't know, the team was amazing. I was like. And then you played. Even if I don't even play, I'm happy. <laughs> if I don't I'll even play, I'm bench. good. We got three seven footers. It's all good. I'll be. I'll You're be like, here. I'm looking good I'm on this good. team. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll funny. just be in warm. It's like, Ooh, lay up, lay up. Don't you ever have to put me in, coach? I'm good. Oh um, my god! But you played football in college. So, so, so yeah. So football was was my was my love. So once I started high school, football was it for me. Um, and uh, it kept me driven. What was and, your position? Uh, I played cornerback. Okay. Um. So yeah, so for me it was very, I was very, very driven, and uh, when it was time for me to make a college decision, Old Dominion came on late, like recruiting me, but they had already kind of filled all their scholarships. Mm-hmm. So for me it was kind of like, all right, well what do I do? And at the time my dad got incarcerated, so I was like, I really want to be there for my brother. Okay. So I was like, I'm just gonna go to Old Dominion, and I mean. Not the best. Not the best decision, but at the same but time, for me, heart. yeah, and for and for me, I'm so thankful for the experience. Like I tell anybody, like whether you're an athlete or you're or you're a student, you definitely, especially the kids, I tell them you definitely have to experience college, experience experience living on campus, mm-hmm. experience like just being away from home, just that whole experience kind of made me a better person. Now, granted, it didn't go the way that I expected it to go, but at the same time, Life I'm never super. Does. I'm, Right. Life is so unexpected. And it's just a matter of like what you do with the cards that you're dealt. You know, mm-hmm. you can either go and, and, and maneuver and play your hand the right way, or you can just kind of be, just fold and be like, all right, I'm just going to give up. I and, said this on a past episode. My mom said this when I was growing up a lot. Like my, my dad was incarcerated when mm-hmm. I was younger. And so I was 
really bullied because I'm from, I don't want to say small town, but I'm from a smaller area in San mm -hmm. Antonio and where all the families, you have a mom and a dad, the dad works, the mom usually doesn't, you have a little brother and like a dog and that mm -hmm. that's your family right. and no, there's nothing issue wise with it. And when my dad got arrested, everyone was like, Oh my God. And I was really bullied a lot in school. Mm -hmm. And so I would come home and I'd be sobbing and I'm talking to my mom. I'm like, this is what the girls are saying. Like they used to be my friend and now no one wants to talk to mm -hmm. me. Um, and my mom was like, Krisney, it's not about what happens to you. It's about what you do with it right. when it happens, right. because that's what makes you a person. Cause you can't control situations. You can't control other people as much as we'd love to. Right. Um, there's not much that you can do except you can control yourself mm -hmm. and how you react and right. respond to certain situations. Mm -hmm. Control what you can that's mm -hmm. it everything else is out of is out of your hands you know that like one thing about me is i'm i'm very very religious um, okay like i like i know that my blessings come from somewhere you know and, I, and 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 i don't believe that like oh i'm just lucky there's no luck in anything that happens to me like either i'm working hard for it or it the man happen. upstairs is is is, is god in my footsteps and telling me that like this is what you got to do. And for me, a lot of it is just like a, about belief. Mm -hmm. You know, I, like I, I tell people all the time, like and some people don't get it because you have to kind of be a little like know a little bit about the Bible. But like okay. you have to get off the boat so you can walk on water. You know, like <laughs> you'll never you'll never know until like because there's a story in the Bible where where Jesus God, where Jesus is like, water. come, come off the boat and come to me. Like I'm here. If you get off the boat, then you won't. Nothing will happen. So you just have to believe. And for me, I'm like, listen. I'll get off the boat. I'm gonna get off the boat. And I, listen, I'm, <laughs> if I gotta run, sprint, jump, whatever on top of this water, mm -hmm. I know that you know. And even even if I know if I start to submerge, you'll never let me just fall mm -mm. to the ground and just. He made you a triathlete. Right. You can swim. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, I'm just like I'm. I know that my blessings come from somewhere, and I know that like everybody's situation is is different. But uh, I know that if you just believe, it all starts with belief. It all starts between your ears. A lot of people are so systematic where they're like, all right, well, if this doesn't happen for you, then you have to just give up. It's like, for what? Why? Yeah. You know, I, I never in my life would have imagined that people would even care about something I have to say or even would listen to me. You know, and the, and the fact that I'm in a position where like, people are like, oh, Jeff, you're motivational. And I'm like, I'm not even really trying to tell you something that I, like I read or like I saw online. I'm saying what I feel because I sometimes I need to hear it myself. So I'm telling you because I, I need it. And that's something I'm curious about because your whole entire like job and who you are as a person is that you motivate other people. Mm -hmm. That's like what you do kind of as a fitness instructor is what you do as like a human being. Right. Every time I see your Instagram posts and stuff, it's like you're talking to us as your followers saying, hey, it's Monday and you're right. thankful you have 24 hours in the day. Please get out of your apartment and do something right. with it today exactly. or try something new mm -hmm. or you always have like some kind of anecdote. But you have to, I know some days I'm like excited when I just make it out of bed. Like, and that right. is an yeah. accomplishment mm -hmm. some days. So how do you motivate yourself to then be a motivator for others? Um, a lot of it is, uh, just knowing that I need, I need it. And I know that if I'm, if I'm saying it to someone else, mm -hmm. I need to practice what I preach. And so a lot of times it's like, some days I'm like, man, I'm not feeling it today. And then I'm like, but I can't walk around and, and, and be fake about it. You know, mm -hmm. like this is who I am. And now granted, 
is what I tell people all the time. There are gonna be bad days. There are days. Everyone has. There one. are days when I'm I'm like, man, forget all of this. I won't. I won't show up. I'm good. <laughs> and then, at some point, it sinks in, and I'm like, I can never do that. I've come too far to like take, take day back. to take days off. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, there's no days off. Like I might not work out every day, but I need to be doing something. I need to deposit into my life bank, whether that's fitness doing something for the community, having a positive conversation, sending a, a positive text, showing love to somebody, like deposit into your life bank each and every day is what I, I tell like people. That. So, you know, cause then you, cause a lot of times people are like, Oh, like you're rich. Like rich is not a matter of dollar amount. Wealth. Rich is, rich is how you feel every day. I feel like I'm, I'm a trillionaire cause I wake up, I get to help people all the time. I get mm-hmm. to live my life. I don't have a set schedule. I mean, I do have a set schedule, but like, I kind of can, can do control. right. I can do whatever I really want with myself each and every day, and like, and I even have people that listen that will listen to what I have to say. And so for me, that's kind of what motivates me. And like I said, like so a lot of times when you see me doing those posts in the morning, hell yeah, I'm tired. But at the same time, I understand that like I need those things for myself. So why not share it? And it, and if I put it out there in a public platform, then now people like yourself who follow me are holding me accountable for it. Which for, sure. for me. I appreciate it. you know like sometimes like I was talking to Nina well Nina Nina yeah. so Nina is uh is is one of my really good <laughs> friends she's like my best friend and uh, we met at Switch and we've been inseparable but I was talking she's to her a badass woman yeah, she I love Nina is whew, Nina is special that girl is <laughs> yeah I, like I don't sometimes I'm like how do you do it like no, and she'll tell me I'm tired today and then I'll watch her energizer bunny. go crazy I'm like I thought you were tired when she's so nice too she's like crazy how are you blah blah and, and then I'll get in her class and she'll be like you can work harder you do more yeah. I'm like oh my god Nina yeah Nina is, is is yeah I don't know she's very I call it she's different like, you're different you're yeah. not you're not in like the, the rest way. you're like the rest of us you're different um <laughs> but we were talking the other day and I was like I was just talking about life and just telling her certain things and she was like well what happened to you? what happened to your vibe like your vibes not your vibes not checked right now, and I was like, you know what? Like, I appreciate that because I need I need you to tell me and hold me accountable for the fact that I might not be the most positive person right now, and mm-hmm. that's cool. And I'm that's fine fair. With that. You can't yeah. always be positive, right? And that's why I was curious how you were able to manage and consistently do that for everyone. Yeah, for I mean, like I said, it's just making sure people I hold myself accountable, but other people hold me accountable as well, which for me means the world mm-hmm. because now I have a platform where people are going to listen to what I have to say. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, if I can help someone, like I said, I feel like I'm, I've been put on this earth to help people and whether it's me like actually being there tangible, helping you or being able to send you a message or you seeing my Instagram or looking into my life or whatever and kind of being an open book. Um, if I can help people that way, then I'm doing my job. So yeah. uh, it's funny because my grandma, when I was growing up, used to be like, you're going to be a pastor. I'm like, grandma, I'm like, grandma no. <laughs> no way. I'm like, no way, grandma. I'm not being a pastor. But she was like, but you do know, like, sometimes it's not necessarily you actually being, like, the head of the church or whatever. She's like, you can also still kind of just spread your message and just be a prophet. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times I'm like, wow, that's crazy that, like, I'm kind of doing that now because the other day somebody was told me that they read one of my posts like it was like a scripture and they like somehow some way ended up reading like more of it in the bible or whatever the case may be and like for me i'm like oh snap 
it's not even just like about the the positive message anymore. Now I'm actually bringing people to kind of like step into a realm of like where they're looking into the higher power, yeah. which is like, I mean, to each his own. Everybody has different beliefs and they believe sure. in who, who they believe in and what they believe in. But like to even go that far where somebody is willing to even go and read the Bible because they saw that I posted a scripture. For me, it's like, oh, it's bigger than just, you know, that small thing of like, Oh, you're just trying to be motivating or whatever case may be. It's bigger than that. So. My uncle's a pastor. And I think the most things that I've taken from him is watching the way, not not the way he interacts with his congregation. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. He's right. an incredible pastor. It's also hilarious because he cusses like a sailor and his favorite band is Linkin Park. So you would never <laughs> right. think that yeah, this man right. is a pastor. Um, but the way he interacts with his two kids and, and my aunt, his mm-hmm. wife, um, he comes from like a very honest, true heart. And the kids have a great relationship with their God because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone has a different relationship right. with their personal mm-hmm. God. Um, and he utilizes scripture and he utilizes the messages of the Bible, but he doesn't quote Bible verses right. at the kids or at the congregation or at me even mm-hmm. because a lot of things were going on when I first moved to New York and I'm from Texas. It's a very religious state. Right. Yeah, and sure. my family upbringing was kind of wonky where like my mom converted to Judaism because of my bio dad and then that imploded and she was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then went back to Christianity and then we became holiday Christians and then <laughs> it kind of fell off when I moved to New York because no one does faith here, nope. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had a lot of questions for him. I was living in New York probably two years at that point. It was right around where um, gay marriage was trying to be legalized. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully it was, but he, as a pastor of the church, I was in this mindset, hive mind of New York city where I'm like, religion is the problem and these people hate these people. And so I'm standing with these people and it kind of got muddled and it was like a really weird time for me, but he never quoted the Bible at me. We sat Mm -hmm. down and drank some whiskey and had like an incredible conversation of like his beliefs as a person, his relationship with God and how all people are created equal Mm -hmm. and how if you believe that God loves you and everyone else, then there shouldn't be an issue. Um, So I think faith for him was something that opened up for me, like that Mm -hmm. kind of motivating open-mindedness that I didn't have before. Right. Yeah, and it's funny because, um, like, if you read, like, all your, like, not history books, but, like, when we talk about George Washington and, like, the Declaration of Independence, like, the United States was 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 uh, developed on the idea of relationship between church and, and state. state. And so I think that we're in such a crazy space right now because it's such mm-hmm. a, it's so separate now. And it's like... If you kind of get back to that, I think it'll make the world a better place. But like, we're just in such a weird, we're in a weird, place weird, right now. weird, weird, weird world. And that's why I tell people all the time, like, listen, be the change you want to see in the world. Let it start with you. And mm-hmm. like, that's why for me, I'm like full time Bob Checker. Like, if I can walk around <laughs> and make everybody feel good, if it can start with just these people in this room right now, and if you help somebody else, and then so on and so forth. Now we're paying it forward. Now. There's more people in the world feeling better about each other and mm-hmm. not just the idea of like walking down the street and then it's like high school where you're like, okay, those kids are over there and we're over here. Yeah. No, we're all here together. Mm-hmm. Now your journey might look different. Your shoes might look different. It might Your, your clothes might, might look, look different. different. Your background is going to be different. Like, But we're all trying to get to a place where we're all successful and we're all happy and we're all living full, like fulfilled lives. And like, if we can all help each other to get to that, then, yeah. why, then why not? 
You know, a guest asked not? me what we wanted to do with this podcast. We finished their episode and they were asking us a little bit about like why we were doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and I was talking to them about where it came from. And then he was like, well, who do you want to listen to? Like, who do you want listening to this? And I said, quite honestly, I don't care who listens to this. As long as one person listens to it, it motivates them. Mm-hmm. It checks their vibe, as you right. say, every day. <laughs> and like they go out and do something they might not otherwise have done yeah. if they hadn't heard this. That's what I want. And right. I think that motivation is such a hard thing to grasp and it's such a hard thing to know where to obtain it because mm-hmm. um, each person's different. Um, right. Some people are inner like motivated. Like one of our guests wakes up at 5 a.m. and, and prays and then goes and does a workout. And like that's his that's internal right. like um, – Oh, he called it um, discipline. Mm-hmm. It's his internal discipline, right. and his discipline allows him to feel motivated. Right. But you're kind of an external motivator where you love people's energy and you want to be checked and check mm-hmm. other people. Right. And it's like a give and a take. So, yep. how do you look at a room full of work? Like, for your example, like you're a trainer and mm-hmm. we all work out together. Right. I know that when I go to the playground, when I go, I'm ready and I want to dance with the trainers. I want to be pushed as hard as mm-hmm. I can. You'll come and grab my weight and go, oh, Chris, no. And then give me like 20 pounds heavier <laughs> right. than what I was originally <laughs> doing. But if I went with Noah, the director of the podcast, Noah would be happy to just like walk on an incline on the treadmill. And that would be like his right. motivation. And he, he did his workout today. So like, how do you see two totally different energies, two totally different vibes and headspaces, mm-hmm. but be able to motivate them differently? Um, I, I honestly feel like it's, uh, it's, it's like telepathy a little bit. Um, <laughs> I can, I, I legit feel people energy, energy. And mm-hmm. that's why I always start class outside. Like, so high five for everybody in. who's listening. When, when class starts, I stand outside the studio and high five everyone coming in and that in itself tells me everything I need to know because it might be you and you might be one of your friends and then somebody behind you, you guys all have huge smiles on your faces. There might be somebody that's like, oh, high five. And they're like, eh, this bum. Okay. Or they might like, I, like I had a girl for like a good three months. She would avoid me. Like, <gasps> but like she wasn't she doing it out of like, she just was like so like flustered by the class and everything like that. And then one day we like talked after class and she just was like, you know, like, your class just makes me feel so comfortable. And now she, she's like the first person to walk up like, hey, Jeff, dude. And I'm like, oh, cool. <coughs> like, for me, that that means I'm, that's one person that I know for sure that I definitely changed her vibe about yeah. the class. And so a lot of it's like I'll go and I'll help people. And, a lot, and you've been in the class, obviously. You know, like I'm, I'm very much just smiling and I'm not trying to be like the person <coughs> that's all over anyone or anything like that. I just want people to be better. You know, and if, if I can help you be better, like, each and every time, then so be it. You know, I'm just trying to make it where um, people just feel good when they're when they're with me. And, like, working out is tough. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's very, very vulnerable. You kind of put yourself in a very vulnerable space to be, especially to work out in a, in a group fitness class. And so I, I want people to know that I'm not judging. I'm not looking at you any type of way. All I'm trying to do is make sure that you become the best version of yourself today, and hopefully that carries you into each and every day for the rest of your life, whether it's coming to switch every day or whether you, even if you don't work out ever again, yeah, you walk out of my class <laughs> and you feel like, okay, whatever he, whatever he just said, that is going to make sure that I'm doing whatever I need to do for, for myself. You know, like those daily deposits or like, like my, my mantra is on purpose with purpose. Like, yep. find your reason why. Like... Find your purpose. You know, like, it might not necessarily be for you. You might be hustling for 
someone else. You or know, a job like, or or whatever, you know? Like but find your reason why and don't ever let that waver. You know, that's your why. And your why might not make sense to somebody else, but who cares? It's yours. You know? So like if you have a reason why, let that push you each and every day. And make sure you find your purpose and you do it with purpose. Like and, and I love just that quote. push it. Just push it, push it, push it each and every day. Like it's so crazy to me because like a lot of times I, I'm like, ah, people probably don't understand what I mean. But no. like people know. We do. Like people know, like <laughs> and when you start to sit down and like sit back and like and it's not it's not easy. You know, like no. for me, I I feel like I it took me a while to find out what I really want to do and what motivated me and like Sometimes it might not necessarily mean that you're going to make the amount of money that you want to make in life or that you're going to look the way that you want to look or you're going to be this person that you're like, oh, well, that that's what I want to do. Like, it's going to have to be different and it's okay to be different. Like, yeah. don't be afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone and, and be comfortable being uncomfortable because the moment you become uncomfortable, change happens. And change is a constant in life. Yeah. Change, time, and death are only constants in life. And I'm not ready to die, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> so I'm, so I'm just gonna just keep adapting, you know. And and if if that means that I gotta like do some things that I don't want to do or do some things that make me kind of like feel a little bit uncomfortable, then so be it, you know. And and a lot of times I tell people all the time like, you can't be afraid to kind of lose people as well, because that your journey. Is, is is your journey only and either people are gonna walk side by side with you or they're gonna waver and take their own road and if that if that leads to you guys not necessarily being the best of friends anymore or, or whatever then, then so be it that means they weren't meant to be there like they're, they're I tell people like some people you meet in life are either for a reason or for a season and so <laughs> okay. it's like it's like I, I met this person and I learned a lot from them mm-hmm but we might not be friends anymore. But you still take those you take those gems that they have made, they might have instilled on you, and you carry it forward. How do you deal with that with like your environment? Because the people that I know you to be friends with, mm-hmm. mind you, I see you in like a very specific capacity. You guys are all hustlers, mm-hmm. and you guys all have a very similar mindset and a similar lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So when you were in college and you were bouncing around, and you're with all these people, mm-hmm. and they didn't necessarily have your best mindset and your best lifestyle at their heart. Mm-hmm. And so you're doing things outside your means. You're trying to keep up mm-hmm. appearances and stuff. I'm assuming most of those people aren't probably in your life anymore. Yeah, I don't... There's a few people. Like, so, like, one of my friends' name is Vic. Um, and uh, hopefully he hears this at some point. <laughs> but I tell Vic all the time that I'm so thankful for him because... You just got a big smile on your yeah, face. Yeah, <laughs> he... he, he uh, like, we don't really talk as much, um, but... You don't have to. Right. I, I know that I can call him and be like, yo, Vic, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And he'll be like, all right, cool. I got your back. And like, I saw him for the first time in a long time, maybe like three or four months ago. He just randomly popped up at Switch. And I, and it's like, oh. I didn't know he was coming. I just like, he popped up and we just, and we sat and we probably talked for like two, three hours, like nonstop. Oh. And, uh, and I just know in college, I just, he was, he was a wrestler. Okay. And obviously, I was trying to do the whole football thing, and we just kind of just related. And uh, his dad passed away, and I just happened to... This is during my time where I was figuring out life. And he lived in Northern Virginia, so when I was there, I was spending so much time with him. His dad ended up passing away, and uh, it brought us a lot closer because I just felt thankful that to be there for him because he was there for me when 
I was going, going through, through the through craziest it. time in my life. And I think that is what kept us like super, super tight. Um, but you're but, surrounded now by people who have similar mindsets, similar lifestyles that keep you yeah. a hustler and keep you in check. Yeah, like for example, like my boy Alex, uh, Alex Toussaint, he's an uh, instructor at Peloton. Okay. And uh, I met him maybe like a year and a half ago. And from the day that we met, I feel like we've been inseparable. And it's funny because people are like, oh, you guys are the same person. I'm, <laughs> And it's like, we're not the same person. We just believe in the same things. That's but important. It, but that right that means the world to me knowing that the person that i'm closest with is going to hold me accountable and he's also doing amazing things in his own realm and like we both work in fitness but at the same time he works at peloton peloton is such a huge company like i was, yeah. I was on espn almost every day i couldn't cut my tv on without seeing him like bro oh my god i hang out with you and now i gotta <laughs> see you on tv i don't want to too I, much like leave me alone please <laughs> but for me it's like that's motivating mm-hmm and so seeing them accomplish things want you right. to then support and accomplish Which, things. And, and I know that he he never has ever not once like kind of thrown that at me or like put it out there like, well, I'm doing this and you're doing when I'm with him is Alex. Like, that's my boy. And I watch him hustle and he watches me hustle. He supports me. And for me, like, that's what it's all about. I'm not we're not worried about the fact that you're Jeff from Switch or I'm Alex from Peloton. It's like this is my brother, and we're gonna go and and make things happen, and keep people being positive, and yeah, and and spreading the message, and the fact that there's somebody else that believes in the message the same way that I do, means that there's more people that we can help. So it's not Together. about me, it's not about him, it's not about how can we help others as a unit. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if I can get you to start the message or somebody else to start the message, then we're building a community of better people each and every day, and that's really what it's all about just making the world a better place like one day at a time because sometimes i wake up and i'm afraid like yeah like when the whole like people on instagram like oh world war three world war three like that's not funny no it's not you do understand that we live like if you live in montana cool we live in new york city people like if anybody wants to do anything to the united states they're gonna start here Uh (laughs) uh-huh like yep it's happened already so do you guys, that's not funny. No. That's not a joke. Like, I saw a video of, like, a a, a soldier, because people were, like, messing with him, like, oh, like, if, if you go to World War Three, can I have your sneakers or something like that? And I'm like... Oh, my God. I'm like, you don't... That's not something that you play with. Like, we live in a world people are so, like, naive to what's going on around us. Like, these things are really happening. Yeah. Like, our president is, is, is like, poking a, 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 bear. a bear with that... Is, has already shown that they will attack. Yes. They've done it multiple times in New York City. Like, the World Trade got bombed twice. You, you guys don't understand that? Like, that's not something you joke around with. So for me, I'm like, we have to start changing our mindset because... And changing people and the way we change the world. Yeah, because we live in a crazy place. And we yeah. just have to make the world just better. You know, that, that and for me, that's just what it's all about. Not Not... Everybody having a six pack or like <laughs> whatever. Like, I'm cool. Like that. Like people see me in and they're like, "Oh, you're a fitness instructor, so you care about physique. people's bodies and physique." And I'm like, I care about what's going on in your brain. But that's your whole and how class. You feel. 
is like, hey, like every class you end it, you're like, you could be anywhere in the world. Thank you for being here right, with but you're me. Here, right. And thank your body. Like it's right. always like what you can do. It's never about what you're, you always say set a goal, but mm -hmm. usually it's a mental goal. Yeah. And usually my goal is, especially in your class, I'm like, just don't give up. Just right. don't stop. Yeah. So it's always a mental game. Not really like try and lift the heaviest you Heck can. No. Get better than whatever this is. Like, so you, have to, you just have to feel good, you know, and just, and just try to be better every day. You know, you be better tomorrow than you than than you be better today than you were yesterday. You be better tomorrow than you are today, and that's really what it comes down to. And I don't, I don't care about how much people are lifting. Do you feel good when class ends? Like now, when class ends, I just I just care about how people are smiling when people walk out. Yeah. Great music. Oh, great music. Great class. Whatever. As long as you're smiling, I can feel the energy. People grab my hand. Like at first, I'm like. That means your energy feels so good. Like you, have you give to me hold a high on. five, you grab my hand. I'm like, okay, like you just grab my hand. But <laughs> you that means you felt my energy. And for me, you can carry that to somebody else. For sure. You walk out of you like I say I say like on my Saturday class, I teach at 9 a.m. And I say, once you leave, you can do anything on Saturday. You can go get yeah. back in, you can go get back in the bed, but at least you accomplish 20 things on that morning. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You did something good for yourself, and you feel good about it. So whether you go out and you're going to brunch, you're going to get fucked up, and, you, and you're, you're taking all the shots in the world. Yeah, you you earn like, the calories, though. You, yeah, like, if you, even if you go back, get back in your bed, like, who cares? You woke up that morning, and you did something positive. It's like, just start thinking that way. Like, thinking, I want people to start thinking about, like, the small things that you do every day that Little are, like, things. big wins. Like, something as simple as, like, making your bed. Oh, I feel so much better when I make my bed. And I can right. come home and I peel it back and I get in like a little taco. I right. love it. You it feel, feels so you good. You feel so much better. And it's just like, guess what? You wake up in the morning, you make your bed, you accomplish one thing already. So if, even if you do nothing for the rest of the day, if you go sit on the couch and you, and you get back into bed at the end of the day, you at least did one thing that day. I mean, hopefully you brush your teeth too. But, <laughs> I mean, there's some hygiene yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, right. But, um, but yeah, like that, that's for me, that's what it's all about. Just... One day at a time, just being better. Just mm -hmm. keep being better and just feel good about it. No matter, you know, like enjoy the person you see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, you got to love the person that you see when you're looking at yourself. And doing and, things to make sure you yeah, can feel that way. Right, exactly. And that's just really what it's all about. Like just kind of like peeling back and like seeing those things that you kind of like, ah, I can't do that anymore. Don't need to do that anymore. Don't need to do that anymore. All right, what can I supplement those things for? that are going to make me a better person For sure. going forward. So, yeah. Well, the whole concept of the podcast is like chipping away your rock. Right. So, um, the metaphor for that came from my dad and, um, it's, it's overwhelming. Like the, the city's overwhelming, the industries, both fitness and mm -hmm. like a kind of any job that you have. Um, you hear a lot of no's, you hear a lot of self doubt. Mm -hmm. And so every time I would bring that to my parents, my dad's like, just keep your hammer on the rock and just keep chipping away. And right. eventually you're going to get there. Do you think you can pinpoint like one thing that keeps your hammer on the rock to keep chipping? Um, all right. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I was, I was, I like expressed this to my friend Alex yesterday and, uh, it's not, it's something that not many people know about me, but when I was in, Seventh grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, mom. So that was probably like the worst. Like my mom and dad were like going back and forth about mm -hmm. like, obviously they were divorced, but like they had their own things going on. For sure. uh, and 
I felt like I was being pulled um, in different directions by them. And then school was a lot. And like looking back on it, it wasn't it wasn't that crazy. But when you're, you're but when you're it. but when you're like a teenager and you're like you're like trying to figure it out, you're, I'm what 12, 13? Yeah. I, felt, I felt like life was like the pressure of life was on my back. And like my sister was in high school and she was going to a really, really good school. And and I was just like, well, what am I gonna do? Like, where am I gonna go? And so long story short, I uh I attempted to kill myself. And wow. so um when I, so I was in school and the teacher found me, but I, I, he like caught me right before I was like, yeah, he caught me, he, he, he kind of got me. And so basically what ended up happening is they sent me to the hospital. And when I was in the hospital, I was with other kids okay. and those other kids saved my life. Like just being around them and hearing their stories and like, I'm like, and I was getting ready to like risk my life and you guys are going through this. x y and z and some of them basically live there were there months i was there three days maybe four days hold, yeah yeah like and so i'm in there and i'm just like oh my god like this is and this is you, you guys reality mm-hmm. like i'm sitting there struggling and like my issues are small like super super small compared to you guys vibe. and so for me i was like oh my god I was getting ready to risk my life thinking that my life was was the worst it could have been. And these kids were like stuck there. We like, they gave us like rec time. They had us in like a, it's crazy. They had us in like legit a small room. Mm-hmm. And we all just, they, they like threw like stuff in there, like basketballs. Like the rim was like, <laughs> touching. I don't know. Yeah, it just was like, I'm hand. like, oh man, like. And these are these kids' reality. Like, we were talking. I would talk to them every day, and I just was like, you know what? I would never, ever, 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 ever again feel like my life doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a purpose. You know? Like, and so did so do so they. Did but for me, when I, when I finally left, I realized that I wouldn't take life for granted anymore. Because... I'm um, short. And, and you think about how many people I would have affected by making that decision that... You know, like, have helped me get to this point. You know, and and for me, it's just like, it was kind of selfish and it was kind of crazy, but it truly, truly helped me understand like and value life in in a, in a in such a bigger scale. And mind you, I was such a like so young at that time, and so when things happen, like as I grow older, as I've grown and I'm still growing every day, certain things happen. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I'm I'm glad I didn't make that decision. It's crazy because like I hear people say certain things or like like when they go like you break up with your partner and they're mm-hmm. like oh I'm just gonna go and, and take my own life. It's like you don't do that to somebody and make them come talk to you again or no. whatever the case may be. Like those things are those are things are not you can't joke around with because there are people who like me were really willing to go make those decisions and like you can't just play around with stuff like that. So for me. I feel like um, that's what motivates you. Yeah, to you, just have, you just have to. I mean that, and then my family, um, and then obviously my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, what really, really just now is more so knowing that other people are kind of like not really watching me, but I know that I have to embody. They're being influenced by you, right? And mm-hmm. so if I don't embody that, then you know, 
what am I doing? What's my purpose? I'm not living on purpose with purpose if I'm not giving this good vibe to everyone that I that I encounter. Now, granted, there are days where people do stuff to me and I'm like, eh, don't want to deal with you. <laughs> and and that for me is a part of my vibe. For sure. Like, being true to yourself, it doesn't mean you have to be positive right. all the time. Just be honest. I'm like, I'm, I refuse to be fake. I refuse to be phony. If I'm not feeling you today, I'm going to tell you, please give me some time so I can Feel you deal later. with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and like, I've had that conversation with some of my closest friends. I've had that conversation with people that I'm like, I don't, you know, like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but that's not how I carry myself. So you please exit stage left. <laughs> You know, so like love the reference. Yeah, yeah. right. That was for you. Thank um, you. But uh, but yeah. So for me, it's just like it changes over time. Obviously, as you grow for sure. and you uh, think about life and envision life differently, your motivation changes. Um, like obviously, when I start to have kids, I'm, my motivation will be them. You and know? your family. Um. So yeah. So it changes over time. When I was younger, it was the fact that I valued life a little bit more. Um. And then when I was in when I was in college, it was just like trying to prove something mm -hmm. to other people and uh once i finally left i just was like all right now it's just a matter of because growing up i felt i kind of felt a lot of pressure growing up to be successful okay but success is measured by what you right and so a lot of times for me it was just like all right well, what does success look like if my sister is is an Ivy League graduate, and so for me, it's the like, basketball player, right? No, 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 no. My my older sister. Older sister. Um, so she is an Ivy League graduate, and so it's like, oh man, like, is that what I have to be to be successful? You know, like, will my mom be proud of me if I if I you know I have to go to an Ivy League school or do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And so now I'm like, my mom's like, I just want you to know I'm proud of you, and so that for me tells me, okay, I'm doing something right. I mean, I've already felt that way because I know that I'm helping people, which I tell people all the time, like, I will teach for free because I feel so good when I'm in class because I just, the energy is just flowing. And it's it, your purpose. Right. And so, like, a lot of times, like, when people come to class and it's like, they're like, don't help me. Don't, <laughs> don't touch me. Da, 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 da. I'm like, all right. And then, <laughs> but, okay. but I also, I'll admit, I'm, because of just who I am as a person, I call people out, but I do it in the nicest way possible. Well, not to me. Sometimes you're on the mic and you're like, Chris, nah, stop that. But but you but you but you I know that you I know. Appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. It. You yeah. Know. I'm like, God like, oh, damn, he's like, me. Yeah, yeah. We we like we have a, a good oh, relationship where I know like I can say to you from across the room, like, stop that right now. <laughs> Chris, do it like stop. This. I see you. Keep going. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because there's okay. some people that are like, please don't motivate me. Don't <laughs> Like, oh I just, boy! I showed up today, and, and that's it. Right, and it's like but that might be enough for some people on a journey. Right, and sometimes I tell people all the time, like part of the part of the battle is just showing up. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like I also want you to know that this is who I am. So if you don't enjoy this, then maybe you take somebody else's class. And I'm totally okay with that. That's not sure. not rude, not not malicious. Like I'm totally okay with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it. I'm truly, truly thankful and happy with my life right now and uh and i wake up every day like so excited like alex uh, my boy alex was like yeah bro waking up is my pre-workout i was like and i was like oh I, that's cute I feel, I feel that you know okay. like you, you wake up out you wake up every day and you're like if you have something that you're that you're living for you're excited to to, to the next day mm -hmm. you go to bed and you're like all right tomorrow i get to do this yeah boom the next day comes, you do that. And now you're like, okay, well, guess what? Tomorrow I get to do this. Mm -hmm. And so now you start to set goals for yourself. Sitting the little like, things. Yeah. You know, it's just 
And so it's like envision success and you'll, and you'll have it because your mind starts to tell your body that, okay, I believe that we that we should be doing X, Y, and Z. So now your body has to just carry yourself to it. If you envision it, you'll go get it. You know, it all starts in between your ears. I, I say it all the time in my class, like, it starts between your ears. If you believe it, you'll achieve it. And if you don't believe it, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing it. You know, like they say it's like ninety percent mental or something like that. Yeah. Like your body can is capable of a lot, a of, lot things. of things. Like I can literally grow a human being in my body. I'm pretty sure I can like deadlift forty pounds. Right. So it's right. gonna be okay. Right. It's gonna be okay. It's it, all about your mindset. And it's of okay where to fail too. And that, and that, and that's also the thing that like we live in a world where like everybody is so results driven, mm-hmm. which is fine. But at the same time, like don't be afraid to fail. No, nobody is perfect. It's part of and, the process. And the answers, like I tell people all the time, the answers automatically know if you never like just ask or even try. You know, like either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. Like the in between of like, oh, I think I'll do it or I might. There's no might. There's no none of that. Just get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, don't believe in negative. Don't like submerge yourself in negativity. Or oh, I can't. Or you haven't even tried yet. So don't say you can't. Don't say you like it's not possible. Like. I'm like I'm I'm basically a college dropout and like look what and but you're listening you to what I have to say right like so at the same time like so whether you're a double major or whatever the case may be or if you're even homeless or you're panhandling or whatever like just be the best that you can be at that you know like no matter what no matter what it is that you're doing be the best at that just try to be the best at whatever it is that you're door. doing yeah like your journey's different but just try to be the best that you can. I promise that somebody's gonna notice, or even just feeling like you know that you're going out every day doing the best that you can, it'll elevate you to do other things. Cause now you'll achieve that, and then you'll be like, oh well, if I did that, well I maybe can I can else. do something else. And then you'll you'll go achieve that too, cause it it's it's just a it's a perpetual thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a like a snowball effect, like. That like that rhythm, that momentum will carry you through. And you're like, oh, well, I did that. All right, well, what, what do, do I do else? next? All right, well, I did that. What do I do next? So now you're like, oh wow. Before you know it, you've accomplished so much. And like, that's how I feel. Like, we're in what today's what the 19th of January? Yeah, something like that. Or yeah. something like that. And so I'm like, I told myself, and I told myself that when I start 2020, I want to do so much. And I feel like I've done that. And we're not even like half like well, we're halfway through January now. But I'm like, wow. I've actually done the things that I said I wanted to do, and now I feel feel super confident about January. Then I know, like, that means, like, then February is going to be amazing. Then I know, like, then March, April, May, June, like, those things are going to just carry through over, like, it's going to keep going forward. And, like, so, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, I kind of can go on and on and on, (laughs) but, like, I'm so happy about life and knowing that, like, I get to do the things that I want to do every day and I feel good about it. I get to help people. It's infectious. So, your energy yeah. and your vibe is very infectious. So for the last thing for Motivational Monday, I know that there's probably some people listening to this that are listening to it for the fact that they need a little bit of motivation. Mm-hmm. They need a little bit of a vibe check. Mm-hmm. So do you have any like last words for somebody who might need a little bit of their vibe influence today? Um, Honestly, whoever's listening... Just take some time, like in legit time, to find your purpose in life. Like it may not necessarily be. Uh, don't think too big. Don't think too small. Don't think it has to be something extravagant or whatever. But think about the things that mean the most to you, and let that 
You know, like let those things be your reason why, whether it's a family member, whether it's yourself, whether it's to look better, feel better, think more positive, whatever that is, let that be your purpose. And whatever you do, you do it with purpose and let that carry you through and push you through and don't stop. Like just keep on going forward and uh, don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Don't let anybody push you down. Just keep on pressing forward. And if they try to send them to me and I'll beat them up. <laughs> but uh but yeah just keep on pressing forward and uh just believe live every day on purpose with purpose and you'll be fine yeah and my my other favorite quote from jeff is uh excuses are the building blocks of nothing, of nothing. i got that from my mom i she love that quote that and me. sometimes yeah. when i'm making excuses for myself i'm like oh jeff's gonna check my vibe right now because this is the building block of nothing right. and i need to build towards something bigger exactly so where where can people find you on Instagram? Um, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is uh your favorite color y a favorite color. <laughs> His um, last name's my blue, last name is blue, ladies gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, and yeah, you can find me at Switch Playground. I'll be there. I teach all the time. So come through. It's a partner thing. Right. Come work out it's with a partner me. class. The music's always good. The vibe's always good. I'll let you dance while you work out. You can sing songs at the top of your lungs. Yep. Um, He'll sing songs on the mic. I, I don't yeah. know if you necessarily want to pay to hear that, but yeah, yeah it'll I, happen. I feel like I'm like I'm like uh, Drake or Chris Brown or whoever <laughs> up there, like while I'm teaching. So, um, but yeah, but I'm I'll, I'll definitely be motivating you. So be prepared to be pushed and challenged. Uh, and yeah, make sure you keep on listening and chipping away. Oh, thank you. Well, I hope everyone has a great motivational Monday and um, like go talk to Jeff on his Instagram. Let him know what you guys like spent time thinking about. Maybe you found some purposes just on this Monday and that's a great baby step to your big future that you guys can start chipping away at today. So we'll see you guys for the next episode. Hi, y'all. We want to first thank you from the team at Chipping Away for such an incredible first season. It was beyond our wildest dreams what this has become, and it's all thanks to you, the listeners, and to the incredible guests that we had on this season. We have learned so much from them uh, about ourselves and about how to stay motivated in those times that you really just don't know what to do. We are very excited to be working on the season two series of Chipping Away, so please look out for that to drop in about August. We will be posting all the updates and information on our Instagram, so please go follow that at Chipping Away Pod. We will also be doing interviews with all of our past guests, just kind of catching up with them, seeing where they are now, and also putting tips and tricks, because right now the world is in kind of a weird place, and we'd like to be there for you just as you've been there for us. So we hope you have a wonderfully motivated summer, and we will hopefully be back in August with our season two of Chipping Away. Thank you guys so much, and keep motivated.